Support for Great Minds is provided by The Wine Store, located at 1200 Central Avenue in Naples. The Wine Store offers a unique selection of wines from small production, artisan, and family-owned wineries. Their in-store wine education center hosts classes for the novice and connoisseur alike. Details are at thewinestorenaples.com. Welcome to Great Minds, a wine-centric podcast where two wine-loving friends take a look beyond what is in the glass. We look a little deeper into the people and the stories, the culture, and the history behind the wine. I'm Gina Birch. And you forgot to say that we taste a lot of wine along the way there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that makes it all worth uh-huh. it, getting to try it all. <laughs> I'm Julie Glenn. The charity wine auction world is still buzzing from the Naples Winter Wine Fest, where more than $20 million were raised for the health and education of underprivileged children in the Naples and Southwest Florida area. We were able to attend and sit down with a number of vintners, including Matteo Bruno Lunelli from Ferrari Winery in Trentino, Italy. This family-owned winery has been producing wine since 1902. It's a sparkling wine. It's called Trentino Doc, not to be confused with Italy's other sparklers, Prosecco Mm -hmm. or Franciacorta. Prosecco is made in a completely different place with completely different grapes and a different method. Um, And same with Franciacorta. Trentino Doc is made in the traditional champagne method, meaning secondary fermentation happens in the bottle. Exactly. So when I hear the word Ferrari, I think of a hot, expensive, sexy sports car, right? I think a lot of people do. Um, So what's in the name Ferrari and what kind of association is there, if any, between the winery and the car manufacturer? Well, Matteo is going to tell us all about that and more. So how did the name of a car get on a bottle of wine? <laughs> or, did the, or how did the name of, on a bottle of wine get on a car? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? The wine or the car. <laughs> the car or the wine, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the, the name correlation there. Actually, Ferrari comes from the name of our founder, Giulio Ferrari, that uh, created and founded the Ferrari Trento Winery in 1902. At that time, Ferrari car was not existing. Hmm. Because Ferrari car started in 1947, so 45 years later. So the wine came first. Yes, the Good wine time. came first. It's uh, it, it's actually you know it, Ferrari is a common name in Italy. It's like Smith probably. So there are many Ferraris. That is way but, cooler uh, than yeah. Smith. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. <laughs> no offense to Smith people in the world. No offense to Smith. But uh, you know we we can say that nowadays uh, the Ferrari brand belongs only to us, uh, which we, we use it for uh, for beverage. Uh, for wine, so uh, strictly to Ferrari for for wine, and then the car company that use it also for other, you know, for cars obviously, but produces also many other items with the Ferrari brand. So nowadays, it's uh, you know we have clear agreement within us. There is a friendship between uh, our companies, and it's uh, at the end, it's good to share the name with another company that represent the excellence of made in Italy. And you know, yes. Ferrari wants, and also Ferrari Trento, our wines. <clears throat> We want them to be ambassador of the Italian lifestyle. Well, that name represents a certain luxury and quality and standard. So uh, I can see where you would you would want that partnership. And isn't it nice to to be associated like that with the with the bubbles that are just amazing in these cars that are are beautiful? Do you uh, do events together sometimes with yeah. the sparkling wines and the? I agree about the fact that at the end, you know, excellence of made in Italy share common values. You know, because as I said, represents a common lifestyle, our tradition. Our our culture, our way of life. And uh, and so, you know, in Italy, everybody knows uh, the difference, you know, and if they say Il Ferrari, 
It's the wine. Mm. La Ferrari is the car. You know, this comes from Enzo Ferrari, the founder of Ferrari Cars, who, who always thought, you know, cars were women for him. So, <laughs> so La Ferrari, which is La, is the feminine, is the car. Il Ferrari is the wine. So Il Ferrari is the Trento Doc, which is our sparkling wine, uh, which, is, uh, which uh, has over a century of history and in, his, in its history became the toast of Italy par excellence. And uh, we can say that now is the authentic Italian luxury sparkling wine. Well, there are people that uh, the understanding of Italian sparkling wine tends to be Prosecco, mm -hmm. which is a different category totally altogether. Um, Franciacorta, yeah, and Trento. So tell me, tell me, tell me about yeah. the three and how they're different and how this came to be a century ago. It's a very good question. Thank you very much. Because uh, as you said, you know, sometimes, uh, uh, especially you know, consumer uh, internationally think that every, every bottle of Italian sparkling is a Prosecco. It's not the case. You know, I have nothing against Prosecco. Actually, we also produce as Gruppo Lunelli a Prosecco with the brand Bisol, which we own another company in our group that produces a great Prosecco called Bisol. But uh, it is important to stress the fact that um, in the world of sparkling wine, there, is a, you know, there are different uh, wines. In Italy, we produce different wines with different methods in different territories. And, uh, you know, Trento Doc is unique because uh, it is a Metodo Classico, so it's bottle fermented. It's made with Chardonnay and Pinot Noir grapes. And it is an expression of the mountain viticulture of Trentino. Prosecco is a completely different wine. It's not Chardonnay or Pinot Noir. It's made with Glera grape. Mm -hmm. It's not made in Trentino, but it's made in, in, in the area of, uh, of, the, of Valdobbiadene in Veneto. So in, in the Veneto region. And it's not bottle fermented, but it's fermented in stainless steel tanks. So the second fermentation happens in tanks. You know, just to give you an idea, you know, it takes a few months to create a bottle of Prosecco. It takes a minimum of two years and perhaps, you know, 10 years for a great Reserva of, of Ferrari and of Trento Doc. So we're talking about two different wines. And uh, I think it is, uh, it is uh, important to recognize just that uh, in, the, in the world of sparkling wine, as much, in steel, as much as in steel wine, the great, the beauty is diversity. And so when, uh, when in a wine you change territory, grape variety and method, you change everything. It's the same difference you can find between a Barolo and a Chianti. You know, mm -hmm. it's a completely different wine. And, uh, you know, the, so let's talk about what is Trento Doc and what's make it unique. Uh, first of all is uh, the territory. And, uh, and for Trento Doc is being a mountain sparkling wine. You know, Trento Doc started over a century ago and started from the intuition of Giulio Ferrari in 1902. And Giulio Ferrari understood the vocation of Trentino and of the mountain of Trentino to create, uh, you know, great uh, bottle fermented sparkling wines. But he understood that uh, it was possible in Trentino to create sparkling wines with a very unique style that, was, uh, that comes really from the unique microclimate that you have in the mountains. In, during the day, our vineyards are kissed by the sun. We are in a Mediterranean climate, we're in Italy. But during the night, the cold air comes down from the top of the mountain. And this shift in temperature enables our grape to achieve aromatic maturation and maintaining a well-balanced acidity. And this is what gives us you know, grapes that can create a, 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 a bottle fermented sparkling wine, a traditional metal sparkling wine with great aging potential, with um, you know, very unique sharpness, finesse, and drinkability. Uh, and, uh, you know, a unique style. So uh, this is what Trento Doc is all about. We have also other traditional metal sparkling wine in Italy. You mentioned Franciacorta, for example, which is in another region, in Lombardia. 
it's uh, they are not in the mountains, so obviously you have a, they have a different microclimate, and so the wine will have a little bit different style. Um, and um, we are, in general, in, as Gruppo Lunelli, since we also produce Prosecco, we always want to educate our customer in understanding the diversity of Italian sparkling, which, as I said, is the beauty of Italian sparkling. You know, the fact that you can, you know, you can also choose between different wines that have different characteristics. We think that uh, we are lucky in, uh, as Ferrari and Trento Doc because uh, we have uh, a, a wonderful terroir and uh, that, can, uh, that uh, has a unique potential for sparkling. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Do you do what? Other, what else is in your portfolio? I mean, I know we concentrate on on the sparkling because it's so beautiful. It's incredible. And, yes, and I can't wait to have some later <laughs> today. <laughs> but uh, what else are you particularly proud of? Uh, as Gruppo Lunelli, yes. we started also to produce steel wines. Uh, the first one was. Uh, in Trentino, in our hometown of Trento, and uh, we started with Chardonnay because this is the grape variety that we know the best. Uh, and uh, all the steel wines are under the Lunelli brand, so mm -hmm. we have Tenute Lunelli, mm -hmm. and we currently have three estates, one in Trentino, one in Umbria, and one in Tuscany. Uh, we produce a grappa, ah. so with the Pomas of Ferrari, we create a wonderful grappa called Segnana. And, uh, and so it's, uh, you know, between uh, the Prosecco Bisol, Ferrari Trento, Tenuta Lunelli Wines and the Grappa, we try to have, you know, represent the excellence, you know, of, of different uh, Italian wine and, and beverage. Uh, and, you know, these wines also uh, have common values and, and, uh, common, uh, and common denominations, but each one and it's, we want to be very linked to its own territory. Right. And do you, how do you find the U.S. market for your wines at the moment? I think it's uh, it's promising. Let's hope that uh, we will not have problems with uh, with uh, mm, yes. uh, you know taxes and barriers. But you know, uh, avoiding that topic, which uh, you know, and we cross finger that nothing will happen. I think it's a very promising market. We have a presence which is still much smaller than the presence we have in other markets and in Italy. But we see a growing interest to uh, to an alternative to champagne on the high end of, of sparkling. Yeah. I think you know the consumer is uh, you know uh, is uh, first of all there is uh, a growing uh, interest on on high end and fine sparkling wine. Uh, you know, I think sparkling wine is a very modern wine in line with the with the taste and attitude of today's consumer. You know, we go for usually we always go for light food today. We drink wine in, uh, when meeting people, and sparkling is is ideal in these mm -hmm. occasions. So I think there is a great potential for sparkling, and there is, um, as I said, also an interest to discover new regions and new kind of uh, of, uh, of sparkling wine. You know, there is uh, there has been in the in the past uh, 10, 20 years a change also in the mindset of opinion leaders. And I've seen also, for example, Ferrari getting more and more international awards uh, because opinion leaders are recognizing that excellence is not a monopoly of a single region. Right. You know, fine sparkling wine started in Champagne, but now you can find, uh, you know, excellent sparkling wines in other regions. And as I said, Trentino has its own style. We have over a century of history. And lately we really got uh, incredible awards. We were named the Sparkling Wine Producer of the Year at the Champagne and Sparkling Wine World Championship in London. Well, congratulations. Right. Thank yeah. you very much. That's you know? kind of a crowded that's, field. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's not like we're number one out of three. There were all the big uh, you know, Maison de Champagne, and we got two World Champion titles for Blanc de Noir mm -hmm. with our Ferrari Perlenero and for Rosé. 
uh, with our Terlet Rosé. So um, again, for if you look at uh, scores, I think you know some of the top uh, you know opinion leaders in the United States, for example, Wine Advocate gave us 98 points, which was mm-hmm. never given to any to any Italian sparkling. So there is, I think, in in a, very, a change in the mindset of opinion leader recognizing, uh, you know that. Uh, you know, it is important to promote the diversity of, it, of sparkling wine, not only in Italy, but, you know, worldwide. Well, speaking of diversity, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and I know that Gina's sitting here rolling her eyes going, I knew we were going to talk about that dang Gewurz demeanor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I was yeah. in a little town called Leon, I think it was, uh, somewhere way up in the mountains in Alto Adige. I had this yeah. Gewurz demeanor. It was the house Gewurz demeanor. It stays with me. It has. I've had it in my head for the last five years. She's been in love with that wine. And I've been trying every Gewurz demeanor from that region ever since. Do you see any openness in the world markets or even the domestic market over in Italy towards um, unusual uh, cold climate whites like that? Do you see any of that kind of opening up and people wanting to try more or see more of that? Uh, I, I personally love Gewürztraminer. It's, uh, you know, for us, it's not so unusual because oh, in I our to, region... I used to hate it, but it's yeah. so good. No, I mean, it, is, uh, <laughs> it is a great wine. It, it is a wine that can, uh, that can have uh, amazing results in the mountains of uh, Trentino and Alto Adige. Uh, so, um, you know, I think mountain viticulture uh, nowadays has uh, an amazing potential in general. You should also consider that we, uh, in, when in, a, in a mountain terroir, we have a great advantage also for the fact that we can compensate the, the, the warming, the, the climate warming, the global climate change. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, with the weather getting warmer and warmer, we can increase the average altitude of our vineyards. So this is, for example, what we are doing. We are planting all the new vineyards at higher altitude. Mm. And this enables us to compensate this change in the climate. And um, and I think uh, it is uh, what enable us to maintain, you know, the freshness and elegance that we think it's uh, distinctive of mountain spark- of mountain sparkling wine like Trento Doc. Uh, and uh, and there is a growing appreciation for uh, for mountain wines in general. You know, we have uh, and if. Um, if you come to visit us, I mean, I, I heard you have been in our region, and uh, it is uh, it is just a wonderful place. Uh, and uh, sometimes I think, especially looking at the United States, uh, most of the tourists from the United States that come to Italy, they go to you know they mostly go to other regions, but mm-hmm. we see them more and more discovering, for example, the Dolomites and uh, and the region of Trentino. So I take this opportunity to say that you know to all the wine lovers from America, they should come and visit Trentino Alto Adige. Do you have an it open is... tasting room, or do people need to make appointments? How do they come visit you? Absolutely, you can go in our website of Ferrari Trento and uh, book a visit. We are open for visits. We have a beautiful restaurant as well called Locanda Margon, which has one Michelin star. So you can also, not only you can visit the winery, but you can have a tour that we call between beauty and taste. Mm-hmm. So you can have a full experience. Uh, and it is an experience that starts in the winery to discover how we create a Ferrari Trento Doc, a, a bottle of Ferrari Trento Doc. It is uh, quite charming because it's also a winery that we ha- where we have millions of bottles aging on the lees. Mm-hmm. So this is what makes unique a, a, a traditional method, a winery when you make traditional method, because you have all these bottles aging on the lees, which is very fascinating. It's a lot of real estate to yeah, hold on to wine that you're oh, not yeah. selling. Oh, yeah, all underneath. Yeah. <laughs> and then after visiting the winery, you can go and see our vineyards, which are on the so you can enjoy the beautiful nature of Trentino. 
these vineyards are all surrounded by alpine woodland. Then we have a beautiful villa of the 16th century, so a very ancient villa with mm -hmm. beautiful frescoes. And by the way, some of this fresco tells about wine and, 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 uh, and winemaking and vineyards. So it tells you how the tradition of winemaking has you know, long roots uh, in our region. And after all this experience between the beauty of art, the beauty of the territory, the, the, you know, the discovering the winery, after this you can finish perhaps at our restaurant and pair you know, Ferrari Trento Doc with the food of a, of a Michelin star chef. So it's a great experience. Yeah, that, that doesn't uh, sound bad. Actually, I, I'm on my phone <laughs> right now good. looking for plane tickets. So <laughs> it's very hard to convince <laughs> my husband to go. <laughs> and in Trentino Alto Adige, you know, you can find many of these opportunities. Yeah. So if you are passionate about wine, and you can, you know, match this with an experience in a place which has beautiful nature, beautiful tradition, and wonderful heart. Again, that was Matteo Bruno Lunelli from Ferrari Winery in Trentino, Italy, and that sparkler was divine. That's great. They oh. have a rosé. They have the not the you know white, mm -hmm. uh, the white and rosé. Both both are incredible. I love them. Yes, and it, I was happy that the person pouring those wines was generous with the pour because <laughs> I wanted more than a taste. You, know, you taste that, and you got to go back. Yeah, and, she did. She filled that glass up. I was like, oh, 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 oh. Well, thank you. I would like to try other things and be able to still stand <laughs> right. through the rest of this. But no, it was great. It's a really mm -hmm. nice, nice wine. It's one I've had a number of times, and I always love it. And it's a, it's a good alternative to the big champagnes and expen more expensive bottles. It's just a nice middle of the road. Right. You don't want to, um, I'm not going to say all Prosecco is low, but I mean, lower price point Proseccos, you want to step it up a little bit, try a Trentino Doc, then try maybe a Franciacorta, and then go into the Champagne land. So, and yeah. all of it's happy land for me. Well, it's all happy. <laughs> if there are bubbles, then we are all very happy. Oh, yeah. It. Great Minds is produced at WGCU Studios on FGCU campus in Fort Myers, Florida. Our producers for online media are Anna Bejarano and Tara Halligan. Technical production is by Mike Canary. Great Minds theme music for Zante is by Colin Mannon. To get in touch, check greatminds.org or call the Grapeline and ask a wine question that we can address on a future show. That number is 707-200-3632. Thanks for listening.